0: all right it's a very well, yeah. dark board approach
1: yeah yeah um i i mean we could go on and on about google and and their graveyard of applications um Here lies. <laughs> and,
2: and there's actually
1: a website i think it's called a, a google cemetery um, <laughs> and it's fire. just a running total of all the different projects <laughs> that they've just allowed to die oh, and um, killed off
3: fire i wish i had that much money to just let you yeah. uh, uh start this shit up because this shit take manpower, time, resources, and then just be like,
0: "Nah." <laughs>
3: <But> <laughs>
0: like, I, I just don't
1: understand
3: why
0: YouTube Amazon... messages there, there. There's fourteen pages.
3: <laughs> YouTube, con- Google been around for a while though, so I, uh, but
0: damn, <laughs> twelve times fourteen. No, twelve times. 11 times 14
1: plus 12. <laughs> That's math, bro.
0: Maths. <clears throat> I'm so, not going
1: to do that. She yeah. got
2: that fire, but she don't know that I can surprise her. Love intoxicated and excite her. I know she think I can't get beside her. I really can't describe her. Hair strong, independent, a fighter. And a writer, not like her. She
3: got that fire. Now we can just talk our bullshit, dog. Um
1: <clears throat> Talk me, meh, meh.
3: <laughs> what was he talking about before that though? Uh I guess it don't matter. Fuck y'all.
1: Uh we were talking about Amazon and how they like to go ahead and make stupid proprietary names for
3: oh, yeah. stuff
1: that Google kills off.
3: <laughs> the graveyard fire. <clears throat> Yeah, like you know that you're
1: pretty bad when someone decides to make an entire website dedicated <laughs> to everything that you just decide to kill off.
3: I'm about to uh send you today's judge that nudge, too. Um, it's a, it's a throwback, up. too. It's, you're a throwback, I am a throwback to when men were men. <laughs>
2: oh, man, I love you, that you, shit.
1: Uh, you watched a uh, new girl, right?
3: Um, yes, not, not, I wasn't every episode guy. Shalonda watched every episode. That was one of my, I jump in every three or four, ask her what I miss and keep going.
1: <laughs> um, you remember the guy, Nick?
3: Mm-hmm. He's on a um, lot of shows now.
1: And, uh. His problem with lying and how bad he is at lying, yeah. so he starts getting real sweaty. And they, there's there's a, a few times they go ahead and call him Sweatback. <laughs> and I like every single time, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like be careful with that one. Yeah, you sure gotta you be careful. the S on there.
3: <laughs> Where'd that come from? Huh? What made you even bring that up? Sweat back, what that had to do with this? <laughs> oh, um, I don't know.
1: You you just said something I said uh, back when
3: men was men, so maybe did that? Oh, make uh, you...
1: No, I think you said uh, it's a throwback.
3: Oh, why? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so
1: just that one word, uh, throw is all I or back. Oh, back. <laughs> that, that's the part.
3: I'm like, damn, about throw triggered you. We gotta go deep into this, Jake. Was your dad tossing <laughs> your ass around? <laughs> And they're calling you uh, a Mexican um uh, uh inappropriate term. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> now you a throwback. <laughs> Wait, what's that mean? <laughs> that shit's hilarious. <clears throat> um, that snow hit us too, boys. God dang.
1: Don't you don't have to tell me? <laughs>
3: Wazzy, what, we we kind of talked about shoveling the snow um, already, but if I was in your position, I don't know if I would shovel my snow. <laughs> I, I live here. I'm by myself. I'm in the house. I, I, like, I, fuck I, I, y'all. I,
0: I have said so somebody shovel it because I'm lazy.
3: Okay. I wouldn't even do that. Like I only shovel the snow right now so my wife don't walk outside and bust her fucking ass. And kill herself <laughs> on her way the to the male car. people will hate you, yeah. and you may never get male again. <laughs> you know, I actually never thought about that. Damn, I, they do got to trek through that shit. Okay, you just I, gave I me have to
1: new... noticed. Yeah, Mike, do you not care about the people?
2: I don't. You don't I really care don't. about
1: your your fellow uh, 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 Joe Schmo out there, just <laughs> trying to. He's having a horrible day, and you're gonna just make it worse, Mike.
3: Um, listen. <laughs> You, chose, we'll class, you chose that profession. Y'all motto is rain, sleet, snow, whatever. So you knew what the fuck you signed up for, bruh. <laughs> like, I don't come out there and you know when it's a sunny day, I don't do shit for you. So why should I come out there when it's a cold wintry day?
1: <laughs> you don't, when when, it, when it's a really hot summer day. You don't offer them like a cup, a little like cup
3: of lemonade. No, nah, what I do is Bro. stand in the window holding my nuts, drinking a cold cup of lemonade. And then ask it, you, don't, you don't even <laughs> at least have the sprinkler going so that they can walk through it. Yeah, I have the sprinkler going and just to push them in it and then tell them get their ass up out of here. Like, <laughs> you you, you gotta you got check yourself before you wreck yourself. Nah, bro, You're making I, some I, I keep enemies the sprinkler running just so that when they walk by it, they can, they can just so when they walking down the street, they can plot in their head, okay. By the time I get to that house, I'll be able to walk through that, that, uh, you know, I have it a little bit, so I hit the sidewalk too. So, you know, it's going to hit the sidewalk. So they'd be like, oh, I can get me a little, a good breeze, a good little, um, little bit of water on me to cool me down when I get down to Mike's house and then I can keep on to it with my route. And then as soon as they get close to my water hole, my, uh, sprinkler, I just go in the back and turn it off. And I say, not today, you will not be bathing in my water. Keep, keep, uh, passing out those bills. Bitch. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like so unnecessary.
3: It's not, it's necessary.
1: I mean, oh man.
3: I love uh, all my male people though. <laughs>
1: What about your female people?
3: Oh, damn. Bars. <laughs>
1: yeah, no love for them, I, huh? I feel just, like that was the a dudes.
3: coalition, wasn't it?
1: If, 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 you, if, if, you, if you want mice love, you gotta have a dog.
3: Male men, female women. That's gonna be crazy once we gotta start doing this.
0: <clears throat> crazy when we have to call female women? No. <laughs> oh, wait.
3: Male, as in how about a male, M-A-L-E person, M A L E, and male as in M A I L. So people take that I'm as um, like disrespectful. M-A-I-L. You didn't know that people don't want you to call it male anymore. If you're yeah, like, amen,
1: they... and 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 amen, and woman, man, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm a woman,
3: yes, bro. They don't want us to call. It, they don't want you to call it male anymore. We're not getting male. Said so who said what gender it was. You're getting parcels. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting it. Receive this package. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's our well, there's, like, really there's like
3: goddamn you know um sex is bullshit again <laughs> we want to give everybody our packages fucking toxic masculinity at full throttle
2: Hey even <laughs> just
0: calling it a package that's what i'm saying exciting.
3: That's what i'm saying we men just want to give a package to somebody they don't everybody don't want your package bro
1: No one wants mine
3: You got one person at least that wants yours and two in your history at least that have wanted mm. yours or they just want you for your looks and your money
1: it's just the money
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just eye candy bring back home. it's because of
1: my sock game <laughs>
3: oh <laughs> now that's a slap uh Ooh. attribute bro the motherfucking sock game is crazy that means they got the rest of their life together, bro. If your socks is crazy, what what else could you say, dog? Right, it's it's
1: because you've you've become so bored with everything yeah. else because you're just straight killing it.
3: <laughs> that I gotta you're change like, I'm just the gonna sock wreck game. my feet. That I gotta change the sock game, bro. <clears throat> and this yeah, is let's why see let's
1: see Kanye go ahead and enter that that <laughs> arena. Let's go ahead and see him revolutionize the sock game. <laughs>
3: He just go put holes in them and charge you forty dollars for a pair.
1: It's <laughs> uh, funny that you say that because Justin and I, um, <laughs> on our podcast, had I had a little bit about that. About Shame how much I hit? The... Ha- well, no, I mean it just came. Go ahead, bro.
3: Joint. I like it. That's what I'm. That's the new joint.
1: I, I tried, con- I tried convincing him that, uh, you know how like socks, like the toe and the heel will be like, you know, you got a white pair of socks and the toe and the heel is gray. Okay. Yeah. That like what you're supposed to do is actually <laughs> cut those parts out. <laughs> okay. So that your toes are out and your yep. heels out, you know, so that you get, uh, you know, got to free the toes and all that jazz so yeah. that your feet don't get so fr- uh, sweaty. And-, and what are you doing, Mike? You just touch- <laughs> like. Are you
3: there still? And yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, clear my shit up, bro. <clears throat> that's but I can think see about too much. I can see you convincing Justin that that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But if you cut the, those, like the most important part of the sock, like that's why you wear a sock. If you're not but that's cover- also where you get holes at. So why not
1: go ahead and cut the pole, part <laughs> off that's gonna get the holes? <laughs> then the, the socks will never get holes because. You've already given them holes.
3: <laughs>
0: so it has a hole. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, all I'm
0: saying
1: is that you never have a hole at the arch of the sock. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: that oh, never Lord. happens.
0: I've had heel holes plenty of times. I don't know. Right,
3: I... so you so you cut the heel off. Yeah, I had to think about that. <laughs> I, I guess I have, but not, I don't think so. Um, second thing I wanted to tell you, Jake, is that, man, watch Francis and Ganus or not Fran- Ganu um, ooh, what, Usman, <clears throat> Usman, um, uh, wait, hold on, is that his name? Kamaru Usman yeah, versus, Kamara, uh... Kamara Usman, yes.
1: Um, uh, uh, Gilbert Burns? No.
3: And Yeah, watch that, but I, he... Usman came on Joe Rogan <laughs> like recently, uh, yeah, like the week or two before he fought. Um, my man's w- watch that fucking interview, y'all, because he details the road he had to take to get no, from- no,
1: no, 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 no. You're that, that was that was Francis in Ghana,
3: okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, leaving Cambodia and stuff like that, yes,
3: bro, yeah, uh, Cameroon. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. I'm like, the shit. I have I ever wanted anything that bad to get from to do the shit that he had to do <laughs> to get from fucking Cameroon to France, dog, and then to make it to the UFC in America. Just is is the the story is just fucking ridiculous, bro, and I'm only halfway through it. <laughs> I just started watching um the rest of it today. But I, I all all I had to see was like the first half and I was like, "Oh, he going to beat my man's ass." <laughs> but it's, it just made me wonder dog i can't have ever really wanted something because this is the shit that people do when they really want something go through immigration go through you know driving through complete deserts and cars that's only supposed to hold six people and it's 20 people in that motherfucker. any at any turn the police could come and either kill you or just rob you bandits you know <laughs> cartel and shit out there and I'm like this is the craziest shit I ever heard bro <laughs> I don't know did you watch that episode um
1: I, I saw that that clip when uh he was you know uh Francis was talking about um you know working in the uh I'm saying the, the sand mines yeah <laughs> 10 and stuff, years and...
3: old, just digging sand
1: <laughs> yeah and, 16 uh,
3: hours just, just making just enough money to be broke <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and then you know the stuff he he went ahead and had to do, such as like, uh, um, what was it? Working through the monsoon season, the wet yeah, season yeah. and stuff. When it, when everyone else just takes the whole season <laughs> off, people are like, yeah, no, it, it sucks too much. I'm gonna take the next four months off work. i'm calling it sick for four months
3: them the months that you gotta work (laughs) yeah you know because
1: i mean that's how like it's like so they're already ahead of you in the race right yeah but so they're like well i could go ahead and afford to take a break you know, rest for 30 minutes. And that gives you that 30 minutes to go ahead and make up that distance. And yeah. now you're that much closer and stuff. So, you know, you do that throughout your lifetime. You do that throughout generations and stuff. And ideally that's how you're supposed to, um, you know, that uh, um, social mobility, right? But... Yep.
3: I just, if y'all need some motivation on, or to, you know, get y'all asses up and do something, just go ahead and listen to that, bro. because. <laughs> I'm just like, I, you know, i just be amazed because you don't even think about certain shit like that while you sitting sitting at your house, you know, mad that you got to shovel some snow. <laughs> this motherfucker's out here trying to sneak across borders because it's either stay in this little ass village and, you know, die, <laughs> basically, or get out of here and make a living. Bro said he had to just watch his pops die because they didn't have enough money to get take him to the hospital to get him treated. So for six months he just was whittling away and then dying on the on the bed and no, couldn't nobody do nothing for him, like that I couldn't that's some crazy shit, bro. Well, <laughs> and then he's yeah, like, God yeah. forbid, I gotta watch my mama do it, so I gotta try to get the fuck up out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the the interesting thing because like I mean, Francis he's that unique. Like you mm-hmm. got people out there you know, like the people that he was working with, like yeah. they all have like an amazing work ethic, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, breaking their backs, backs, like no one's business. But the thing with him is that not only did he have that willpower, um, that discipline and that determination, um, but he also had the vision, right? Yeah, He had the forward thinking. So he, he was capable is capable of working every day of his life, and breaking his back every day, but he also is doing it in an intentional manner, um, looking forward to the next steps to actually go somewhere. Which was the interesting thing to hear him talk about going back and trying to teach so to so many of these people, like that you got to be thinking about where you're gonna where you want to go. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing and not just accept where you are i think a lot of us here in um affluent privileged uh, um, societies um have kind of like the opposite problem like we have a vision but we don't have any discipline or <laughs> determination to actually manifest it at all yep you know, we'll sit there and go, like, you know, and smoke a joint, but, hey, man, well, you know, that'd be really cool if we did this. Mm-hmm. And then you giggle about it, and then, like, eh, now I'm going to go back to my 9 to 5. Yep,
3: exactly, bro. Exactly. And, it's, and he says that shit, too, because he's like, you'll talk to those guys, and they don't even think about what they want to do next. It's mm-hmm. only this. I'm coming here to do this, and I'm going home. I'm getting a paycheck. And how... Even his own mama and siblings, he said, I couldn't tell them I was leaving because I know if I tell them, they're going to be like, what's wrong with you? You got a job here. Like, why aren't you satisfied with what you got here? Like, what you got to leave and go do that for? Because they wouldn't understand. People, they nobody else in the village would understand. So they even have that mindset to be like, Nah. This ain't what I want to do for the rest of my life. And the funny thing is, he didn't even know what he wanted to do. He just knew it wasn't this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I want to do. But I know that all I know is it's not this and it's not here. And he got the fuck up and left and didn't know where he was going. and Ended up France after 14 months of dodging police, no visas. You know, get, yeah, stuff you get in the sent back. back countless times too, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like you know, police fucking shaking it down, military barbed wire, dogs, all that shit, just to just for a dream that you don't even know you got, dog. <laughs> that's just a different breed of, um, you know, wanting something. And cool. I'm like, I I gotta make sure I had that mindset, dog, because he also said it's not even just about you're not gonna get it tomorrow, man, and that's a lot of people's problem. They think they' about to start. A business and then just make a million dollars tomorrow if you just do one thing that gets you a step closer to where you was you know yesterday eventually you're gonna look back and and you're gonna be where you wanted to be and you're gonna look back and be like damn i actually did that shit bro it's just steps dog and so so many people so afraid to even take the first step that they just be stuck bro
1: (laughs) yeah um what was it uh I don't know, but I, I, I also really appreciated how he was talking about how every time he goes back, and he tries to go back, you know, very regularly, but every time he goes back, like, he makes sure to go back to the sand mine, yep. and they he and he works, there, yeah, yep. <laughs> just to remind him, like, yep, no, I still don't want <laughs> this. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, he,
3: he, that's a part of his training, he'd go back and work them damn mines. And in my head, I'm like, that sounds good, but what the would I do that shit, bro? I don't know, because he started when he was 10. Like, I probably would never want to see the – I think I did my sanding, my mining. I think I put my work in <laughs> the mines, bro.
1: <laughs> you know, um, that's also, like, the, the super frustrating thing to me um, when politicians want to go ahead and talk about immigrants. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Like, whether legal or illegal, like, for one, it's not like the, the, the immigration process is super straightforward exactly. and super awesome and, right. like, a you know, <laughs> um, a cake ride. Um,
3: you gotta want that shit, bro.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, like, I guess there's a little something to that, huh? right? Like, mm-hmm. if you really want this so bad, then why don't you go ahead and go through the steps but it seems like it's really rather unnecessary uh some of the stuff like through my conversations with some folks who have been through it but then also to go ahead and try and like um demean these people right like bro you've lived in like an isolated monoculture your entire (laughs) life like you try going over to it another you know the other half of the world and just starting from nothing and stuff like right. that's so incredibly difficult um so. I, I i like i just i i really can't wrap my brain around how one goes about doing that you know you you, he, he, you get he, you have to he, like he, it's a lot of no other choice right
3: yeah you, exactly because not only is it hard but it's hard on so many different levels like first of all actually getting there like mm-hmm. uh, physically getting your body from point A to point B, hard. Now I finally get here. There's a big ass language barrier because a lot of these guys don't know whatever language the the country that they go into, and if they do, it's very little. So now I gotta learn this language <laughs> while I'm here to figure out how I can communicate with people to get where I need to go. <clears throat> <clears throat> and then staying there, you know, motherfuckers is looking for you. You make one wrong slip up, and you're getting shipped back. You know, it, it's just it's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah.
3: And, and and
2: and that's then, only well, the,
3: that's only a three steps, and there's a, it's a lot of other shit that go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then and then it also makes me think about like our ancestors who did that. You know, whether willingly or unwillingly. You know, yeah, like yeah. the sacrifices that they, the the the, the like the craziness that they had to have gone through yeah. in order to survive it long enough just to reproduce. Yep. You, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Like you, you have, you have to make it just long enough so that there's a, a mini hue <laughs> that's going to go ahead and continue writing the story, you know? Yep. And uh, um, like, I don't know. It just makes me incredibly appreciative of their sacrifices and uh, yeah, yeah, bro
3: this that's that that's that's a key thing to it too bro like we all got people ancestors that had the you know went through some shit <laughs> like it ain't easy like like it is now bro you just we just here now right like <laughs> like for show sure, you know my great great greats went through shit for show sure, y'all greats it's not the same shit, but y'all didn't just come over here. <laughs> you know, a lot right. of times, you know, you had to go through some shit, bro. Um, so it's it's uh, cheers to that, bro. Cheers to somebody in our family being like, I'm going to be a fucking we're going to be some OGs and we start a new <laughs> life in the, the land of the free or getting brought to the land of the free and saying, fuck that. I'm about to be free, too. <laughs> and y'all right. not about to keep me down and doing this bullshit bidding for y'all forever. I'm about to pave away way for my ancestors. Um, This is the No Consistence Podcast, dog. We 20 <laughs> minutes in, bro. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> they call me Mike Jack, a.k.a. the Wine God, a.k.a. And when I say God, I mean G-A-W-D. That's not the same thing as the capital G. It's a lowercase g. And Like wine. Dionysus. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dino Isis, we we get we got Mike over here, Mister Dino Isis. He is the uh, uh, prehistoric uh, uh, jihadist. Oh,
3: Lord have mercy on my soul, boy. And I'm glad you said jihadist because we go go right into this judge that nudge right after this. Um, uh, wine Daddy, aka Just Do It, son, aka Hoodie Spam. A.K.A. Uh, um, King Dingaling to my right <clears throat> is my boy, Wazzy, a.k.a. Hair God. That's a G.A.W.D. again, a.k.a. Uh, Five O'Clock Shadow Cuz. a.k.a. I Still Whoop Are Your you? Ass, Shadow? a.k.a. The Human Pretzel, a.k.a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Human Chibata. And then below him is my boy, Jake uh, King Twizzler. AKA uh, the uh, Illuminati God, aka uh, Lamb Sacrifice Cuz, aka Bifocal Dog, aka um, um, Masturbation Master. And this is the No Consistence Podcast. Cheers. (laughs) Word, word,
0: we're definitely sitting in order.
3: I'm off a good red today. Um, Jake, it looks like you got some old school water there. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Just I'm rolling, bro. Out the mason hydrated. jar. It tastes better out the mason jar, too, for some reason, bro. I don't know what it is about the construction of of such uh, uh, cups and or glasses, but it goes hard.
2: <clears throat>
1: I think it's part of just, like, the, the aging process. Like, you know, you take some good fresh water, you can it, you leave it in the basement for, like, you know, a couple months and stuff until you need it, and then you go down there and crack open a fresh jar well i mean not a fresh jar but you know you crack open a, a new jar of water and just sip on her
3: so your house is the house that i go to and fall out when I and you just after after the world is over i go to your basement and it's just it's say it's either called dirty water or uh what's the other water called it's not dirty okay i'm saying this you can still drink the dirty water but it's not as good as the clean water It's filtered.
1: I mean, we filter it before we can. I'm just talking
3: about, like, in 10 years from now when we looking for water and we got to use your house that's destroyed and your water cases is in the basement they still they're going to be a little dirty bro it's okay no no <laughs> no they ain't bro <laughs> you go ahead and sanitize the jars and
1: the lids and all that sort of thing before you go ahead and you can them
3: but don't you understand that there's going to be rubble all over them? your house is going to be gone we're going to have to wipe away your house and then the basement will be available and all those jars are going to be covered in house dead bodies um and you there, know glass. but they're sealed they're sealed still i'm not saying the water okay maybe i missed the water not going to be dirty the outside of the glass was going to be dirty so that's are what you licking go. the
0: outside of the glass
3: uh, yeah are, are yeah, you are you glad to put player? your lips on the glass to drink it what you talking about ain't no straws in the apocalypse what's wrong with y'all Like, <laughs> you just do one of those like you got a waterfall <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 waterfall. That, that,
3: that does not stop, that, that doesn't stop the fact that the glass is still gonna be dirty, bro. It's gonna be dirty, it's okay.
0: But the water doesn't, it's okay. Touch. It's,
3: it's okay, right, the glass is dirty, bro. It's dirty water, it's yeah. okay, bro. <laughs> you motherfuckers, bougie. What you drinking over there, Wazzy? Because you you was trying to tell me before, but you was on mute, and I couldn't, yeah, it's a
0: that. it's called aha. aha. The blueberry tastes. Aha. Very, very blueberry, but in like an artificial sense. So it's like it's not gross blueberry; it's just very strong and artificial.
1: Is it like sparkling water or something?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one is blueberry and pomegranate.
3: I always want to mix.
1: Mike, I got a well. I I guess I don't have a question for you, um, but um, you know your boy uh, Julian. Not your bro, but your boy. Mr. Sykes. Had, yeah. Um, I wasn't going to air him out like that, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had posted something that was just the funniest gosh darn thing to me. <laughs> um, let, me let me find it real quick here. Um, it just popped up in my head because we're talking about food and, and all that jazz. Um I'll find it real quick here. Here we go. He had posted, "Why do the older or yeah, why do the older church saints always smell like food?" <laughs> and that had me dying because I was thinking about it from an Orthodox perspective. You know, because like uh, uh like uh not it's not too uncommon for uh like. Some people, or but more, uh, more likely, uh, like churches to have relics, um, like little um, bone fragments and stuff like that of saints, mm. and we don't. We don't call the living saints at all. Mm-hmm. So when he says, like, the saints smell like food, I'm just <laughs> imagining him going up to an icon <laughs>
2: and
1: it just smell like bacon. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, because
1: there's, uh, you know, all sorts of miraculous, like, uh, um, icons that have like streamed myrrh and like other incense and stuff so th- like i'm just imagining like a, a like a wooden icon just dripping bacon grease yeah right and <laughs> and it had me dying because, <laughs> like because like i'm familiar enough with the lingo to know who and, and what he was talking about right right but uh but my initial yeah, yeah you that it took you somewhere
3: stuff. else yeah <laughs>
2: which is yeah, hilarious
1: so I- I took a screenshot of that and I posted it in this, uh, Orthodox, uh, <laughs> Facebook group. And so many people were confused. They're like, I don't, what, what is, what's going on here? <laughs> I know, like some Protestant, like converts had chimed in saying like, Oh no. So what's, yeah. And explained it.
3: But... What was his explanation?
1: Uh, Oh, um, if I remember correctly, um, just that like, uh, in certain, um, like Protestants in general tend to go ahead and refer to people as being saints, like, uh, Christians as being saints. Um, and though, depending on the denomination depends on how much they go ahead and actually use the term and, uh, who they, they use it for and stuff like that. Cause like, um, this one guy was saying that he used to be a Southern Baptist and they typically just reserve mm-hmm. that for like the, the elder members of, mm-hmm. of the church and, and that sort of thing. But
3: Okay, so they was they didn't even know. So they was all confused like what saints even was? Like what? Yeah. say wait. <laughs> okay, I get you. That's funny. Yeah, well, yeah, they
1: they were like they were strictly thinking, <laughs> well, he's got to be talking about, you know, uh the glorified saints. the yeah. saints of the church is recognized like, <laughs>
3: how could Saint you Nicholas? know how that man smells like he's been dead for <laughs> <laughs>
1: so long? <laughs> what you doing smell St. Nicholas for? <laughs>
3: Well, it is Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hey, Wazzy, did I send you a hey, judge that nudge? You did. All right, pull up this terrible quality. So it's it's funny. This is why I say it's funny, because this rapper's name is Joey Jihad. When you call me a jihadist, I'm like, yes, we we here with it. Um, this is like early YouTube days, as you can see with the video. Early world star hip hop days as well. Whole 240 P that's what we get up to. Let's get it. <coughs> um, up. Yeah, let that shit play. We
2: we have it. Oh.
3: I Rappers stop going to your Ops hood. What are we, we doing? Wait a minute for Rob.
0: I ain't fucking with Rob. It's like, you
2: no. my doing, you know. I don't got no people right now. So you don't. I got it. I'm Get a not beat. Not. Put a beat on. you right there. Put a beat it on. Right <laughs> That's when <what laughs> you know, <laughs>
3: motherfucker, I'm ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's obvious. It's obvious you're oh. you cool, my rap. But I am, and it's obvious you go. My aim is the game, and I got it in control when I flame. What's oh, it? wow! Oh, shit. <laughs> oh
2: shit. He's
1: he's napping. Oh,
2: shit. Nap time. Pretty sure they
3: stole his car, too.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: we probably shouldn't show that. <laughs>
3: Now rewind back Wazzy to where he first got. The video knocked ends right out. here.
0: I, I I don't I don't know what 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 you're talking about. You said what? The video ends here. Oh, Nothing. No, no, after no. Right.
3: It. <laughs> Look at yeah. <laughs> just go back to where he get, first got knocked out and pause it.
2: My reps. <laughs> Let's do
0: just for funds.
2: Ah! <laughs> my aim is the game, and I got link in control, and i
0: oh. from behind, too.
3: Yep. Watch. I want you to see his hands. Yeah, yeah he was it. fully in that blind spot.
0: There is nothing to see on any of this. No. <laughs> Blame.
2: <laughs> Blame.
3: Now, keep going. I want you to see well, his body after he hits the floor. Even with his... <laughs>
1: yes.
2: That's what
3: it looked like to me. He was... Pause oh, it. Shit. He was ready to fight. Pause it. He was ready to fight, bro. He was ready. Bro, bro. was ready, bro. See, see, th- because
1: of guys like him, that's why Mario Yamasaki never knows how when to stop a fight.
3: <laughs> He's still breathing. He can fight. <laughs> All I see is a warrior right now, bro. This is what I'm saying, uh, this <laughs> Put is him de- up. Put him up. This is definitely one of the first. Uh, World star hip hop YouTube joints, for the rapper getting knocked out. So tell me about that jaw. Like you just, Oof. you just. That's what knock you out, right? So what what about getting hit there is what is what knocks you the fuck out?
1: So typically, um, what it <laughs> is is like, um, hey, I'm you not- got your, uh, you know, your lower jaw here, and, um it hinges back here, right? Yeah. So back there, you actually have like a cluster of uh, nerves that you can like touch. If you go ahead and shove your finger right back there, it it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because you got like a, a nerve cluster there. So um, mm-hmm. yep. what happens is if you go ahead and uh, um, hit that jaw, just right. And push it backwards and touch both those points and essentially overload that circuit. That's what that's when you go out mm-hmm. and stuff, so also if you go ahead and hit it from the side, if you could go ahead and get it to touch that, and you know
3: all right, so it's its, it's
1: and there. that's more than enough
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> right yep that that's the spot that's the if you spot. get that spot
3: that's the spot bro
2: <laughs> like <Lee. laughs>
1: it, it looks like. He got his head snapped like uh, <laughs> Will Sasso as uh, um, uh, Steven Seagal doing one of those. Yeah, Just...
3: bro. Like he was not expecting. <laughs> he got out to freestyle, and was totally un un <clears throat> unprepared. And I can't, I can't remember the story behind this shit because it was so long ago now. But clearly, he's in the ops hood. Uh, some dudes had beef with him that I just think he didn't know about or he knew about it And then that was a dude he didn't know rock with the dude that he had beef with And they just snuck his ass, bro But that picture right there with him holding his fist up and <laughs> That lives in infamy and forever in hip-hop culture, bro <laughs> <laughs> If you walk up to any any black guy <clears throat> Ask him Joey Jihad The first thing they gonna say is obvious you hot It's obvious I'm cold <laughs> Everybody know that rap, bro. Uh, Platinum, I am, and it's obvious you go. <laughs> that slow mo, wazi ingenious, and I'm in an <laughs> each that every time because that boy got bop. Ba-da-da-ba-ba. There's a couple other big hip hop um fight moments that I will be sprinkling in. Our judge that nudges over the time and. People, everybody will know these bad boys, but I definitely want to see. But I, I've, I've always been curious to see what it is about the jaw to get a motherfucking knocked out, and I'm glad that you just clarified that. Are there any other places you can get hit like that that'll just knock you the fuck out? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um, obviously, like that
1: temple, that's mm-hmm. a, a nice little soft spot. Um, but um, there's like, is, is
3: that the nerve thing, too, up there in that temporal lobe?
1: No, I, I I don't know exactly what it is about the temple. Um, they'll do it. Just,
0: it, it but... It's like soft tissue, and you also have the. Uh, what well, what's in the eardrums that 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 causes vertigo? Oh, because uh... you you also knock that out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like the the inner ear or yeah. middle ear, or whatever it is. <laughs> um, I know. So, like, uh, right up in here, uh, you also have a, a cluster of nerves. And what we used to go ahead and do is just <laughs> knuckle punch that hoe, and uh, um, man, your arm goes real limp real quick. For
3: how long?
1: Uh, just like a, a second or two. That's all
3: I you mean, need, though, huh? I yeah. It's. I don't know how you ever hit that bitch in a fight. I guess your arms are kind of up like this. This, I, I don't know. You so you swinging around and hitting that motherfucker. Like
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it, to, it'd be just, us just it like up. hanging out. Yeah. It'd be us just hanging oh, out, okay. and, stuff. Just and then all you know, like so. He's got his hands down and all yeah. that jazz because you're just talking them. Bop.
3: Okay, so regular white boys, bop you in the nuts. Karate white boys, bop you in the elbow. I got you.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're go- <laughs> we're coming for we're coming for them bows.
3: <laughs> Throw them bows. <balls. laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I seen y'all got a little bit into some. Um, uh to some shit in the group chat today um i was running around with mike most of the day so i couldn't uh really remember anything worth mentioning i think y'all got into some stock shit i can't remember
1: Wazzy, can you explain to me uh ladder attacks
0: okay so a ladder attack is you know what it'll be easier if i just show you a picture it's essentially a way for. A head... like. Pardon?
1: I know what a ladder looks like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I don't think it... you do. Hmm? Hmm? Describe a ladder right now. Uh... That's a hell of a question, ain't it? How. <laughs> Go ahead and put that shit up, though, Wazzy.
1: Two sticks connected with multiple rungs <laughs> multiple. in order to get.
3: That shit sounds like. Um... Uh, shower
0: curtain. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Okay, here we go. This will work.
3: I hear rungs. I think a shower curtain. So, terrible description. You mute it now, buddy.
0: I'm not. I'm just no, not talking.
1: Yeah, I hit the button. I got like one of those little inline buttons. It's a doozy.
3: Alright.
0: All right. So, here we have... Actually, it's the GameStop short ladder attack. Alright. So we have stocks as normal. Uh, You can't see my mouse, but, you know, kind of going up and down this Mm -hmm. giant drop here where they're boxing it, you'll notice it's green with a couple red, green, couple red, green, couple red, green, couple red. red. That is, uh, as far as I can, as far as I've, I've learned, I'm not a financial advisor, obviously, but it's a hedge fund selling a bunch. But not raising the price, and then another hedge fund buying all of those up to kind of keep the price low instead of just selling. so right here, they probably sold a couple hundred thousand shares for this area right here. Uh, oh, it's kind of short. So it's it's a way for investment uh, capitals and hedge funds to keep a price or to to drop a stock's price um, but not necessarily get rid of the um
1: like the
3: control of the shares
0: yeah to 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 not get rid of everything so this takes Uh,
3: two different hedge funds and they had to kind of work together on it
0: uh typically yeah or it could be a single hedge fund shorting a stock down Uh, Mm um and then waiting for it to re-, re recover a little bit and then short it down again and then wait for it to re-, re recover.
3: Um, I love this new age of everybody figuring shit out. Like, hold on. What y'all doing back there? I, just, <laughs> I, I, I you know, the internet has its cons, but, I do like the pros of the internet a lot. Like, you ain't just people just not doing shit no more. As, they still doing shit, but I like that we are starting to uncover certain shit and be like, hey, bro, what you over there doing behind that rock? What's over there? What you doing? <laughs>
0: right, so, here's how, actually, how, how, here's is, actually a better example.
3: So, is
1: this well, something is that was,
0: sideways.
1: yeah, like <laughs> that stretched in an ugly way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Damn, you stretch ugly. Uh, shout out to us, bro. That that shit was disgusting. <laughs> uh, most people would have just let that shit slide. We was like, nah man. You got to fix that stretch, dog." <laughs> <laughs> stretch so, marks are to be expected, but those So, how, what's the what's the bad about this, then? Is this just another um, manipulation of the stock market that <laughs>
2: Disease. Yeah, it's
0: so so I guess the, the 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 point that I just thought of that I hadn't said <laughs> is the point of a short ladder attack is so that the people can short the stock without it raising too much when they sell everything. Um because every or when they um when yeah, they buy it back when they buy because as you buy no as you sell the price is going to go up. Yeah, as you buy. So, so so with a short sell, they're buying a ton. And then somebody's selling, shoot, I looked it up a little while ago. And now my mind is <laughs> not working. Um, but yeah, yep. it's, it's a level of manipulation to not make the stock shoot up in price or f- fall too much.
1: Yeah, it's just you trying to control it, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's it's a form of manipulation.
3: Okay. But if you're doing this and then it don't really change, how is that affecting uh, the little people like us?
0: For day-to-day stuff, it doesn't. Okay. Um, the only reason people say it affects them now is because of the squeeze potential. And the way to, to think about what the actual squeeze is and what caused GME to go up to 500 and, um, AMC had a gamma squeeze that went up to, I think 25 it's a company will start selling off shares and then people will notice that, that the price is rising. And then more people will notice that, that the price is rising. And then the shorts have to cover because how much their interest plus the share cost, um, would get too high so they have to sell off so the price continues to rise and then everybody else sees it rise and they join. Wait, how does
1: how does the price rise with you selling?
0: Because so uh let me grab a screenshot.
1: Cause I mean like there's there's I'm just thinking like supply and demand. Like if you sell now there's more available so therefore like there so there's more demand or there's more supply available so therefore the uh, price would drop so that's of. why everyone was going ahead and like talk i mean and isn't that like also part of like the language of like you know hold don't sell diamond hands like because if you do sell uh the price will drop
0: yeah uh let me try to find what i want to find um, but I so guess it also a, depends
1: if we're like if we're talking about just like a normal cell or short selling, and
0: yeah, you know, a, a, a should Okay, here we go. This is it. Um, copy. hi, show, man. I've texted you twice,
3: you, you don't be.
0: okay, so uh, the the uh, squeezes if you look at the ask column here, the ask column you, love the ask column if you, if you look at the ask column here, <laughs> you have seven hundred shares at one seventeen point seven six these are all of these shares being sold at this price. If you look here it's at one seven one seventeen point seventy seven at one point oh one k. So let's say a short happened. People are going to buy out these 700 and then these 1,000 and then these 1,010 and then these 1,000 and uh, 1. 1.5 thousand and so on. So it has to go down the list as you start buying these. So these, mm-hmm. these here are people selling. Okay. Like this is. So a, it starts from uh, l-
3: the lowest to the highest.
0: Right. So and then as you buy, it drops down because there's 500 and then when you buy out those 500, it goes down to the 117.23 and then when you buy those 1.1k it goes down to so getting everything out of the ask column is how it raises getting everything into the buy column is how it drops essentially because these are the shares that people are selling at the moment Uh, for example amc and aftermarket has 215 (laughs) shares selling at 5.5 5.5 and 171 selling at 5.47. So it's it, it, supply and demand is true, and the supply at this price, and pe- people are gonna wanna pay as little as possible. Right. So they're always gonna buy the cheapest ask price possible.
2: Okay. So
0: ask is somebody saying, hey, I want 117.76 for this. Yep. Bid is, hey, I'll pay you 117.74. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So as you sell, you go Does the down... bid
3: ever match the ask? Like cuz you see this mm-hmm. bid is like
0: .02
3: off of the ask.
0: If we look at uh that one doesn't have Okay, so this right here and it uh, Oh! We should have named
2: our
3: podcast error 404. I bet that's taken though.
0: <laughs> uh all right, so we have the green ones up here. Mm-hmm. Green ones. This is uh, 200 a uh, t- t- 200 yes. shares at 3.28 yep. went through as a bid. Here, 3.02, uh, 862 people sold at 3.020. These white ones here are are essentially just exchanging hands. Okay. I bought it for 3.20 or 3.025. I'm going to sell it for. And the other guy's going to buy it for the exact same price, type of thing. Makes sense. <clears throat> uh, so the point of the short ladder attack is to get asks out of the queue, but to let the bill the the bids re up and replace or mm. other way around to to get the buys in and then replace those with new numbers. Okay ass. I can't remember. It's one or the other.
3: Get that ass out of there.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's really wild. And the the funny one of the things that I, one of the things I think is funny is that we talk about how like market manipulation is supposed to be this bad thing, right? You're not supposed to be able like you're not supposed to do it. That's bad. Don't do it. But like that, like these ladder attacks by and large are forms of market manipulation, even between mm-hmm. like two different uh, hedge funds, even go ahead and um, coordinating such a, such a an activity. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's so common that there's even a name for it mm-hmm. because everyone just knows what it is.
0: Right. <laughs> and like but naked shooting like, is illegal. And yeah. they still do that,
1: right? So, I, I don't know, it's just funny to me that like they're gonna get so pissy with some guy named DFV.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, but did y'all see that uh, they were
3: suing whoever that was that started the, the red? Well,
1: I don't yeah. think is, is he being sued or yeah,
3: he's being sued so there's
0: taking a, court? it's a two hundred thousand dollar lawsuit, I believe, for damages for a guy who used uh i think call options because he saw uh deep fucking value or yeah um do call options and if you're on margin and you do call options this was why i asked earlier you can be out 200k and have zero money in the bank and they're like we're gonna come after you for that 200 200k
3: Mm-mm-mm. Well, th- so is this the guy that started this whole shit, like the whole buy GameStop and AMC shit? Uh, Keith
0: Ke- Keith was one of the, the the main people, and he had just kind of put out his testimony, or er, not testimony, but something today. What do they call it? Yeah, a, a testimony. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, but what really has been his activity in it? Because like from from some of the pieces that I've gathered it kind of looks like he decided like he looked at things he did his due diligence and he was looking at GameStop and he's like this doesn't seem to be a bad investment <laughs> and um and he invested in it bought a bunch of stock and um has I mean he's held on to this stuff for like a what a year now um He's sold some of it off to uh, um, cover his initial investment and some profit and all that jazz. But was he really stoking the flames of,
0: come on, you retards. <laughs> so One of the, of the issues is in 2019, he joined mass mutual. So he was technically a broker.
2: Yeah. Right. So yeah.
0: he was technically giving financial advice or somebody could construe what he says as financial advice because his career is to give f- f- financial advice um so that plays into it he's Didn't kind realize of realized that was illegal though
1: <laughs> well, well, well it, it, sure but i mean but, like i i guess what like what i'm just asking specifically is like do we like do we have evidence of him <clears throat> provoking this big uh the squeeze uh, I mean, out, he,
0: right? he sent out a Space Jam tweet today. Hmm. He he, he sent out a uh, a Space Jam tweet today. Oh, he did. Yeah. So I mean, like, okay, so so he didn't explain, like. What does that mean? We talking about Michael Jordan Space Jam? Yeah. I I everybody's saying it's because it's it in Space Jam the the, the little guys won uh, against the uh, the Monstars.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was um, saying
3: buy some. Or
0: does
3: stock it mean that something. we're going to the moon? Yeah. Hop on this rocket. I thought he knew that uh, Space Jam 2 was dropping or something.
0: He wanted us to buy some stuff.
1: Ooh, you know, Warner Brothers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. yeah no, no. I, I see what you're saying, and I agree, which is why I think that his whole lawsuit against him is just dumb. Like, yeah, we're going to a bad. It's your own goddamn fault. You're out to 200k. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and and like yeah. I understand him being a broker, and I do understand exa- like exactly how um that does muddy the waters and make things a, a bit more difficult. But I've I've seen the vast majority of posts go to on like Reddit saying um this is not this is not uh financial advice, well, mm-hmm. and, and, and that sort of thing. So like I, I wonder if. For example, um, the person who had seen him, you know, buying all these call options or whatever, um, if he did throw a disclaimer on there that someone just chose not to.
0: Apparently, he was a small YouTuber, so I I highly doubt he probably said, I'm not a financial advisor because you don't think of that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think a lot of people recently, I think that that part has kicked up a ton because nobody wants to, to deal with getting sued by the SEC for financial advice when you're not a financial advisor.
1: Right, especially now that there's so many eyes on them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that as being, like, a more modern innovation for sure, but...
3: Are you guys ready for our kids to have YouTuber on their resumes? <laughs>
2: no. i feel okay with that.
3: Yeah, How many... How many subscribers would your kid have to have before you allow them? Like, I'm like Mike. You're not no fucking YouTuber. You got 50 subscribers. Take that shit off it. Of like, how many subscribers you gotta have? You think?
1: Well, um, I, I that's actually I think that's a, like a really good question.
3: Like, I
1: or am I just I a say... hater
3: and it doesn't matter if you you you' YouTuber. no, it
1: doesn't matter. Size matters. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bro saying, oh, says, hey. <laughs> no, I bet Wazzy got there, my
0: <laughs> I got what?
3: Uh, I'm not even no, about no, to I'm... say it. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Flesh that out. Mike. Uh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> no, I ain't drinking no, no, no wine. I, don't I ain't drinking enough wine yet. Right, let's just Oh, say, so, I so think, Mike
1: just needs a little wide, you know. I, think I think that, that whoever really feel Wazzy, back Wazzy ends forth. up marrying
3: is going to end up being a very satisfied young lady. Let's just put it there. I think, <laughs> I think Wazzy hiding a monster over there. That was you about to say, Jake. <laughs> That's one
1: hell of a rig.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what size uh, pants you wear, boy? God got
2: <laughs> uh,
1: um, I I can't remember what we were talking about before. Uh, how many Mike started fantasizing about uh, Wally's hog over here.
3: I, I've never fantasized in my life. You was talking about how many subscribers, YouTubers. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before phone um, it on their resume.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I think there would have to be a certain sort of like percentile. Like, uh, you'd have to be in like a certain sort of percentile. Um and w- one thing that will be i think interesting is w- with more people creating on youtube and i mean it's it's like its own economy right like you have x amount of users there's x amount of time in the day yeah. um and then x amount of creators and stuff like that so um i don't know i think i think uh i, I mean obviously like a high hell at one time i have no doubts that a thousand subscribers was a massive deal mm-hmm. now i mean hell a thousand subscribers would be a huge deal for us but um th- objectively it's not <laughs> right
3: Yep, i will think about this but you are right there because you like if you say you are a streamer all right who, who, who are you a twitch affiliate like you know are you yeah what, what do you what's the what's the I don't know what the other places have what's the if youtube or um facebook gamer or something got something like a twitch affiliation type of tag that they'll give you but you know do you have one of them you an instagram influencer yeah okay you I need at least you know <laughs> I don't know what I would need for that but 50,000 50k or, you gotta have a k next to your shit <laughs> <laughs> at least like you know what what brand you got how many people viewing your story when you post it and i just hate that that's i don't hate it but it, it do kind of get irritating because people post shit just to act famous now dog like <laughs> y'all fake as hell <laughs> and it just shows you how all this how business ruins a lot of stuff i think that's what irritates me because Um, every, everything that you like when it's just pure and there's not money getting pulled into it, it's like the best time. But as soon as people find out something can make some money, it damn near almost always ruins (laughs) whatever that business was, um, from music to movies and shit to gaming to you know podcasting um, is gonna be next bro like it's already taking that step to where some of my podcasts i gotta skip like 20 minutes of them bitches because y'all doing these long ass ads in the middle of them like you know
1: yeah i mean um but just like everything it ebbs and flows right Mm -hmm. so um before it's discovered you only have the hardcores about it cuz there like there's literally nothing in it so you're just expressing yourself right it's like pure art mm-hmm. um but then once something pops off um uh, then there's a gold rush
2: yeah
1: right um so then you have all the uh, um like the parasites come in <laughs> and uh the the leeches um
0: isn't that then... like only fans
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i i'm not sure Make if that's a reference Oh, okay, <laughs> but um, then it's a uh, good band name. <laughs> it is. That's not bad. But
3: wait, but you saying like how OnlyFans wasn't created for people to be on their naked? It was created for something else, and then people figured out you could be on their naked and make money, and did that.
0: Yeah, it was just kind of exploited to further, yeah, get money for showing bits.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so bits. It- it'll hit a certain sort of threshold and I think it hits either hits a certain sort of threshold and, or uh, where like the, the market circuit sort of saturated or, and, or um, the, the new thing comes along and those parasites, they run to the new host which then gives that um, platform uh, genre, you know, whatever it is, an opportunity to sort of heal from those wounds. And then like, a, you know, the only people who are left standing are, are the ones who still care about whatever that is, you know? Right. And so I think it just, as time progresses, like that's just something that we see continually over and over.
3: And I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and sound like I uh, hating on, you know, things that we like becoming a business or having money behind it, because that kind of legitimizes a lot of these Careers and things that we like to do like 10 years ago. You tell a motherfucker you a professional gamer What do you say to that? Like what bro? <laughs> you, you so how do you make money? Like I you are not no professional gamer now in 2021 You tell me you a professional gamer. I know like oh okay you you can you can live off that shit You a professional streamer youtuber twitch streamer like y'all you can make a good money a lot of money off of doing that shit so money does legitimize A lot of these things that weren't legitimate, you know, a long time ago video. I was watching that history of video games on Netflix. I think that's the name of it. And a lot of these guys, you know, they, they go to MIT and their parents expected them that they about to be, you know, rocket scientists or engineers, all type of shit. And then they tell their parents, they about to make a video game. If you're like, what
2: <laughs> are
3: you out of your fucking mind? What are you talking about? You about to make a video game, <laughs> And it, it, but after you know, you got to go through some hardships because especially when you're the first person to do some shit like that, it's not a lot of money in it unless you fuck around and you make the Pac-Man or the Galaga or something like that, that killed a game. But most dudes who was doing it, you know, you probably only making moderate money and it's hard as hell to make games back then, especially. <laughs> so you've spending a lot of time for not a lot of output so i'm not mad at it getting legitimized because you know it, it, that's what it is what it is i couldn't tell motherfucker i want to be a rapper in 2008 like that shit was like what what come on dog like you know 2004 even like uh, it will go even further than that that's a joke you want to be a what you trying to do what come on man mm-hmm. what college you going to shut the fuck up <laughs> like <laughs> because you didn't see how you could because people I hate this people only legitimize shit if it you can make money off of it what you want to be if you tell them that you want to be a history teacher you want to major in history I want to major in psychology not psychology Um, philosophy the first thing they do, gonna say is what you gonna how you gonna make money off of that that's the first thing people say and that shit did trick me back in the day and I'm so mad I let it trick me like I don't know how it's gonna make money but it's what I like bitch and I'm gonna figure out how it's gonna make money but that shit that shit fucked me up back in the day for sure. But you gonna be they a history teacher? You gonna be a philosophy teacher? That's the only thing you can do. That can't be the truth. <laughs> that can't be the truth. But you know, what you think about Jake boss, Have y'all ever got talked out of something because it it didn't make money, <laughs> or people looked down upon it? No,
2: not really.
3: You breaking um, up a little okay there you go
1: yeah no i mean not really not for me yeah. but then again like i've never had any aspirations in, like, <laughs> you know, i keep the bar low and i don't disappoint anyone so yeah um no
3: you said uh the whole Wash philosophy his head no, no too though <laughs> but um, i know you just kind of um, like the programming shit Wazzy. you self taught on that shit like when did you say alright let me fuck around just be a programmer
0: Um, I mean it was a hobby when I was young but like I started like uh, a, I, I tried to start a computer re- re- repair company was like when I was like 13 so I just I've, I've always I don't know I've just always just kind of done what I wanted to do yeah, And it's worked out for me, luckily. Yeah.
3: Facts. <laughs> Shout out to that hey, I mean, That's BDE if I ever seen it. Come on, bro. I do what I want to do and it work out, bro. That's a bar. <laughs> That's a fucking bar.
0: Well, maybe one day it'll be more than, than just work.
3: Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <We'll see.
1: clears throat> Ooh, a little pleasure?
3: Mm. But A little I think work, a little pleasure? It's, it's, it, it, but, but y'all right because I am the one who like try to do it's always like that creative artsy shit that people shit on So I yeah. guess since I'm the one that was trying to do that. I'm the one who got shit on <laughs> But what I end up it, what I end up doing is still doing what the fuck I wanted to do But lying about it to other people Like you I, I used to just nah rapping just a hobby but in the back of my mind I'm thinking nah when I get on fuck y'all <laughs>
2: <laughs> like well, I, 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 I would time... just lie
3: or not tell people that shit i don't feel like hearing your opinion on it you'll never know that i do certain shit because i already i already know what y'all gonna say and think and it's because and it's basically because you never seen nobody do it so you think that nobody can do it and that that shit used to irritate my soul <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well i mean p- people I'm making a lot of assumptions here but especially in music they don't think you're successful unless you're out touring nationwide mm-hmm. like yeah. a garage band if all of the guys in it are making enough money to eat and everything and yep. live good enough lives is that success right you don't have to be touring the entire u.s if you got a bunch of local stuff yep
1: right i mean I mean, hell you could be a studio artist right mm-hmm. you know where like you're not even necessarily like part of an act yep. but like you know you get called in like hey we need a baseline on this yep. and stuff and you know I know guys who've made plenty of money in support of themselves off that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... What was you
3: laughing about the philosophy thing, though? Just because
1: I I feel like that's something that's become... Like, philosophy has become so disconnected from anything, like, kind of real, almost. And I don't know, maybe I'm... Maybe it's too much of, like, a nostalgia factor, but, like, I feel like a lot of like old like older philosophers and like when you look at like the history of philosophy you see much more like older people, for example. And it's because like Leibniz was an actual mathematician and he was doing mathematics work for his life and then philosophy of mathematics became like a a retirement sort of thing like you've worked in the fields long enough and now you're going ahead and you're teaching it and when you're through the act of teaching it it causes you to sit here and like think about like you know in this example like the relationship of these numbers and it allows you to abstract it and come at it from a much different perspective whereas nowadays and again I mean I could be completely wrong um it just the vibe I get is that I don't want to actually do the work that produces these sorts of things. I just, I'm just interested in these ideas. So I want to just jump (laughs) in there, which I mean, like philosophy itself has enough of a body of work. I think that it could support people just, you know, studying that philosophy and like more or less regurgitating it and then like reconstructing it a little bit. But it, it, the way i look at it is it had a much more practical foundation yeah. that was then abstracted from and nowadays we just want to go into the that abstraction have, right? and then abstract
0: from that yeah how many about, of the old ahead. philosophers were actually philosophers first and not because i think like archimedes was an engineer, Da Vinci was an engineer. Hold on,
3: what other podcast you know talking about leaves? Archimedes, come on, man, we got to give ourselves a goddamn clap. <laughs> this the fucking no consensus pod, baby. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Continue, cause I don't know. Waz. that's a great question.
0: That was it. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know how many. Like, cause in my mind, everybody was either a mathematician a linguist engineer like they were working in some sort of scientific manner right. and abstracting the philosophy through the scientific method even though the philosophy of it is abstract if yeah that, no, if any of that made sense it did.
1: yeah yeah it makes sense to me and, and that, <clears throat> like that's the same question that i find myself right like you know arriving at like when did this start happening and i don't i don't know but it does seem like the the older guys had a different sort of foundation that they were born out
0: of well it's kind of like painting i guess and i i'm just thinking about this and you can disagree but old people wanted to get the image or you know they used to want to get the images out of their head and out onto anything a wall whereas a lot of current painters they just want to paint it's not necessarily like forcing image imagery out of their head, hmm. because like a lot of the painters were also mathematicians and stuff, like fractal designs and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, I, don't I think know I, about the <coughs> art and painting world. To
0: I don't either. I don't could like be completely know. wrong on all of that too. So yeah, I don't I think know. I probably am.
1: I think that there's, like, a lot of different motivations, um, even throughout history, um, regarding, like, the content of, of the art, um, but, and, like, the motivations of it, but, um, I, I I did get into learning a little bit about, um, like, I I think it would be classified as modern art, but, um, you know some of those stupid ass paintings that you see of uh where it's just a a big canvas with nothing but like a big red square painted mm-hmm. on it and it's like you painted a red square congratulations was it you like know the
3: most perfect square ever i might be well might but be see that
1: but see that's the point that's the thing like uh then you come to find out that that was born out of like some of these people who had been painting for so long, um, <laughs> that, that they started like wanting to see like, okay, like how cons consistent of a shade of red for this per, like how, how perfect of a square can I make with the cleanest edges and, um, uh, with a consistent, like a shade of red, um, uh, without it being a little darker here and, and lighter there and, and that sort of thing. So it's kind of like,
3: Motherfuckers say I'm so good That I gotta start Doing goofy shit Like That's okay So now LeBron's like I'm just so good At this game I'm only shooting shots From the other basket I'm just chucking That bitch 94 <laughs> feet And let's see how many Points I can average This year <laughs> like, These guys right. gotta Figure out ways To challenge themselves You know And right. The space that they're The shit in But then the
1: next Generation is sim- So like We're lifting that mm-hmm. up Like look at this Amazing painting mhm but then the next generation is devoid of what like came before yeah. it, mm-hmm. and then they just see that and they they mistake. Um, I, well, can't, I can't think of like the phrase I want to use, but like they're just like, oh, so I'm just supposed to paint squares.
3: Right. Yep.
0: Was it like a year ago that the 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 dude had like a and sixty dollar million art piece that was a banana and that was like it? Yeah. It was like banana a banana wall. <laughs> He's like, yeah. This is like eighteen million dollars, and yeah, no, it was... no
1: yeah it's like mistaking the symbol did we talk for what about it that? Symbolizes. because it's just so
3: hilarious that because bananas are so perishable the bitches don't last nothing but two days <laughs> like, and after the first day first of all it don't look nothing like it did the, the the day that you put it up there that's just hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah and, and and not to mention like the person who bought that like he like This isn't going to be replicated in that same manner, like because the duct tape it was like off a little bit and all that jazz. So like, what exactly are you purchasing? Yeah, I have no clue what you purchased. But the guy
0: admitted that he changed bananas every couple days, anyways. So so the guy who ate the banana, it was like the guy who ate the banana. I think was actually the art piece from what I I remember. Like there was something behind the the these scenes where he was part of it. Okay, oh. and like the entire performance or something was the art piece. i to look it up mm. real quick,
3: Wazi. oh, the funny okay, that'll be fire, but the funny thing that you brought up though is jake and and I'm glad you did is the whole fact that um different forms uh and uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, damn um shit, just different um hobbies and shit have a philosophy behind them and that's not the word i'm looking for but we'll go i think that a lot of people when they hear the term philosophy or you think you're a philosophy major i think most people think that you're it's something to do with like religion or um you know um thinking about or, life or something yeah, or yeah. morality yeah they don't really think about the fact that other things have a philosophy to them that you could master and then and then go back into um, so that was, that, that's very, um, you just kind of enlightened me a little bit cause I had low key forgot about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like there, there's cause like there's an invisible working behind everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you've gone ahead and you've, yes, you're this so is what good. it
3: is, but now let's talk about why it is.
1: Right. And I mean, and, I mean, and you could do that obviously with, with anything, and, anything, um, I think, I, I mean, hell, you know, you could be a a rap philosopher, mm-hmm. which you know would be clear. like super um, related to um, like poetry and linguistics and all that jazz and literature. Yeah. But um,
3: I've seen people like, have yeah. college courses like that,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I would love to take one just to see what they and they're in there talking about and going through because it seemed like it would be super interesting. Um, just to, you know, break down any genre of music and use it to, you know, describe whatever they do, using it to, to describe or get the point across. Cause you can't just be yeah. sitting in there. Like the whole point of this class is to make you understand every bar on Nas is Illmatic. Like there's, <laughs> there's gotta be a bigger point to it. Like, what are we doing this for? <clears throat> mm-hmm. It'll be a literary class for sure. Help you probably teach you different ways. Uh, shit Like that, but now that I even think about that, like <laughs> there are people who are famous poets, but what's the poet route? I don't... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we got everybody know Maya Angelou, but who else? And what are y'all doing? You know, it's all it'd be all about how you making money, yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I just really, truly am curious. What's the poet route? Because <laughs> I know what the music route is: get your song played on the radio, get signed, get a check. But like poets ain't getting signed, are they? Are poets getting well, signed? What's, what's the? Make a book, so, write a book of poems and, and poems, and sell it. What's the route?
1: Yeah, so with poetry, I think it's much more that you get into literature. Yeah. so like you're either writing novels or short stories yeah. and 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 then you do like a collection of poems on the side you know you know like yeah. once you once you get established enough then like you can go ahead but i mean you could but even as a, a musician like uh till lindemann of uh rammstein Serge Tankin, like they've um they're both singers um and obviously very different well you know, different bands, but, uh, um, they've re released, a cause a song in a lot of ways is like a poem, um, depending on how it's written and stuff, but, uh, they've released, um, books of poetry in their careers and stuff. So nice. I think you kind of have to establish some sort of other foundation,
3: like somewhere else and then yeah either no either with your writing out.
1: or singing to go ahead and convince people that they want to pick up a collection of poems by jonathan woznik
3: <laughs> you found it Woz?
0: yeah yeah so apparently the uh the artist was a comedian and hmm it was a performance art that, that somebody came up and ate it on a Instagram video that came up like a couple of weeks after. Did it say the comedian's oh, name? Yeah. Comedian Maru Mar- or Marizo Catalan. Marizo. M-A-R-U-I-Z-I-O. Italian dude or something.
1: Here's the thing about performance art like that. It makes me feel dumb because now, now I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, that was genius. That's hilarious. But like in, in the midst of it, I was like, what a bunch of dummies this dummy going ahead and having this stupid piece of art, go ahead and tape it a banana. What a dummy. Oh, And then this other dummy comes along and he eats it. What a dummy. But then once you step back and like, you're able to like understand what the intent of it is, like, Oh no, that's, that's pretty damn hilarious. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't say it was a performance piece until like weeks after it. So right, if, if it had come out right away, like, Oh, what we did today was performance art. I could see a much different re- reception from everybody, but it, it also wouldn't be, be talked about. It's like, Oh, that's an amazing idea. Okay. What's next?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then you also lose, uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're exactly trying to communicate, like communicate, because I never heard people circling back around and being like, Oh yeah, no, it was actually, you know, a joke. Because by time that information came out, I think it Everybody lost had, enough. Yeah, people was lying yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But hey, hey, you remember that thing? It was a joke. Wait, what thing? Oh yeah.
3: I'm, if I remember correctly, I think Joe might even threw it on the pod once and they talked about it for a little bit. But I don't think they ever oh, talked yeah. about that part that you just brought up, though was <clears throat> That's funny mm-hmm. though. Y'all wanna talk about Frog Snop? I do, I do well, want to pee first though all right yeah pee break but is there well, more? what was you about to say jake
1: oh n- no um i'll wait for wazzy to pee
3: does it got something okay, to do man. with frog stomp or does it got something to do with what we were just talking about
1: no i mean it's a little bit of both it's it's a nice little segue
3: okay go ahead
1: but yeah with like that uh like the philosophy of like everything um and all that jazz uh that's why one of the things i really appreciate about um YouTube channels like I started listening checking out that music shed um and I really appreciate him like elaborating on some of, like the music theory and and all that jazz uh, and some of the, the music cause why do I like this <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: and I forgot you know. that did y'all you said that he get more technical into what's going on in the songs
0: yeah he'll go more into music theory kind of what kind of scales are being used, when scales. So in uh, every time I dot, or the only last breath, dot, 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 it, it goes from like a C major to, I can't remember, but it's like an F minor or something, where the, that's probably completely wrong. But almost all of the keys are the exact same, except for one key in the middle is sharp instead of normal. Yeah. Um, so it's and it's like in a different order. Step. Yeah. and and i i appreciate that Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: i do too i appreciate somebody noticing that but here's a question for y'all do y'all appreciate it more if it was intentional or non-intentional because you know some people just play and they'll hit some shit, and it'll just that's just what it was when they recorded it and you know after you record something, since you hear it so much, that's how you play it again, but it wasn't really intentional. That's just how you kinda of played it when you was recording it. So do y'all think y'all appreciate something that was intentionally like that? Or do you appreciate it the same if a motherfucker was just playing and that's what came out?
0: As long as it sounds good, I don't care. I I don't
1: I don't really think that I don't know that it's fair to go ahead and call it unintentional. Why you say that? Well, because I mean, like there was there was an intent behind playing that note, you know, like otherwise your finger wouldn't have been there. Um, That's not
2: true.
3: I, I guess the, <laughs> I, the better I, I word the is more note. pre a premeditated. Then I didn't mean, and you're right. Intentional is probably it. But do you premeditate is the better word? Replace intentional with premeditated.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I know I know what you're getting at um mm-hmm. and there's no um, wrong
3: answer by the way <laughs> i don't know oh, I, I, I
1: know yeah. I, I know i'm trying to suss out like
3: because <laughs> beard is sus yeah <laughs> 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 we ain't because... playing no among us in a minute we got to get it in bro i think they too good no nah, i think they passed us mm-hmm.
1: i mean i definitely appreciate uh I have a huge appreciation for someone being like intelligent enough and skilled enough to um like arrange something in a very like intricate, complicated manner in, in all that jazz. Right. Um But then I, I don't know. I mean, I guess like I also understand like being in that zone um, where there's just like something moving through you and it's, I, I like sure like the notes that you played were intentional, but you weren't premeditating like that it to be arranged in this sort of manner or whatever I guess and like that there that little serendipity. Either way, I'm I'm cool with it. <laughs> For sure. mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I don't know what my answer is either because <laughs> I've seen it happen both ways. Um I think I think if you if if in your head you was expecting hard question bro if you because i've been in the studio and it happens both ways and at the end of the day it's the same result right that's shit it's fire but if in your head you was already thinking i'm about to do and this is, and it's gonna be fire and it turns out fire i might give you a little more props than you just kind of pulling some fire shit off but it's not that much more props, because even being able to do something, period, to me is <laughs> is, is enough props, but I might, I might give you a little more props if in your head you was already like, I'm about to fuck him up with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, and see, like, what I, I guess what I'm trying to, what I was trying to get at with, like, my distinction is that even if you weren't intending to do X, Y, or Z, even if you, if it wasn't premeditated, you had still gone ahead and consciously already practiced the skills (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know like like you've already acquired um a toolkit worth of uh, of skills that um you didn't intend to lay out in a certain sort of way but your intense um your intended practice before has allowed you to go ahead and do this yeah you know so
0: a better way is a conscious effort versus a unconscious effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like yeah. that'd be like an, un- an unconscious effort is you've just been working on it so long. They're like, Oh, that sounds cool. I like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, um, uh, actually I was watching a music shed video of the teacher reacting to, um, Danny Carey's drum cam on a live performance of, uh, Pneuma and, uh,
3: Oh, he go through live shows too. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Well, well, the, the, this is a very popular um, uh, drum cam video of Danny okay. Carey, and um, there's this part where he's just opening up and, and going wild on the on the drums, and he he pause. I think he pauses it to to make a point to reiterate that uh, this is why you need to practice. Mm. You know, you need to go ahead and just drill these skills. Just do paradiddle after paradiddle after paradiddle, and it's boring and it's stupid, <laughs> but it allows you to go ahead and let loose and just let these things sort of happen. Yeah,
3: that's a fact, and that's in anything, people. <laughs> you 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 want to do the drums? Do the little shit. You want to, you know, uh, from coding to basketball, dog. There's certain shit that you can do, learn, keep up on. That's going to get you super sweet Because <laughs> uh, most of the dudes I know that never took it to the next level Just never really mastered the basics Because they want to do the next step, bro Master the basics, martial arts, all that shit You mm-hmm. got to practice that shit, dog So that it's second nature um, Before we get into this, I got one um, No comp um, uh, uh Survey for y'all Boxes or briefs?
1: Why not both?
3: Boxers boxer brief, or bro. briefs, bro. If you had to choose between one for the rest of your life.
0: Ugh. I've been a boxer person, my or a, a brief person in my entire life. Like the boxer brief. like I like things settled in, but I also don't like the corners cutting into me.
1: I have not gone ahead and wore briefs since I was like 10 years old. And I haven't worn boxers since I was like twelve years old. I mean, it's the boxer briefs, man. Like, I'm a a grown man. I'm I'm, I'm getting work done. All right, you know. I need the boxer briefs. I can't just be out here flapping in the wind, you know, like some like I I don't know, like some vagabond. Um.
3: (laughs) First of all, (laughs) look at this. (laughs) I'm about to send you this. Wazzy, pull this up, bro. I just typed in briefs. <laughs> Pull this up, bro. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: Bing.com? What is that? <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> happens when you go ahead. That's what <laughs> happens when what you use you, Bing, bro. When you Bing. When
2: you Bing. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh uh, Like, uh, why are you looking your lips?
3: That shit's funny dude. as hell. Uh, if I had to choose, though, I'm going boxers. But we got a boxers. We got two boxers, and then we got a dude who don't want to answer the question and say boxer briefs, which is probably the right answer. But <laughs>
0: wait, who didn't want to answer?
3: Jake asked.
0: Oh no, Was he what? did
3: answer. He said his boxer briefs. He tried to combine the two.
0: No, it's not combining. It's a thing.
3: I know it's a thing. That's not one of the (laughs) options, though. You got to choose between boxers or briefs. Boxer briefs.
1: (laughs) Why not both, man? It's it's 2021.
3: That's funny. For sure. All right, let's jump into this frog stomp.
0: All righty. Frog stomp here. Uh... So I, I told you guys at one point about the very first CD I would ever gotten. So uh, it was either my 12th birthday or Christmas. I had gotten a giant boombox, like the big boomboxes way back in the day. Oh, uh, fire. <laughs> had a handle. I could like hold it and carry it. It was bad. It, had, it took like eight, tri- uh, eight D-cells, I think.
3: God it was nail. a the monster. Working <laughs> with a monster.
0: Yeah. So I got two CDs with that. I got the mortal Kombat OST and I got frog stomp silver chair. Mm-hmm. So either whoever picked this at the time shaped me into who I was and I feel <laughs> bad for them or it was just kind of a perfect match. Um, Cause this was the very first CD that like, I knew what, what I liked and what I didn't up until then it was, you know, Oh, Tina Turner's on the radio or, Billy Joel, you know the, the the 80s pop was was mostly what I had had just because what my mom liked. Yeah, um, but this was the the first CD that sounded different to anything I had heard. It was much darker and dirtier. Like everything, all of the the notes played felt like they had a purpose. They were played with intent. Um, and it's a darker CD, and I was 12, and it. <laughs> Isn't something you, you normally hear. So, um, this CD has been one of the CDs that, at least once every two or three years since I was twelve, I've I've listened to at least half of the the, the tracks. Um, and it's probably mostly rose rose colored glasses. So I'm interesting to think, or I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys think of it because it was '95 and it was very raw. Like the 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 drums just hit. I'm going to say hit hard, but like musically hard, like they don't round off the edges, these snares, you can hear the entire snare. It's not, uh, it doesn't have any like roll off or anything on it. Um, I didn't know what half of the songs even meant, but I just, <laughs> I enjoyed listening to it and you know, I, a lot of the, 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 the words made, made sense to me, even if I didn't understand the entire song. So, um,
3: I don't think they understood the answer. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> there
0: there were a couple where it was very weak lyrically. I'll admit that. But again, the the, the these kids were like 15 at the time and I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. I this was when I was getting into when I started to hear like um some of the the heavier alt rock stuff. I think I I I listened to some Pearl Jam by that point and Trying to think of who else, but yeah. So,
1: oh, Han, I got a ticket, bro. Wazzy, you were turning your head to your left a little <laughs> I bit.
0: Saw I, I saw it and I turned.
3: <laughs> that was freaking me out. I had I you was full like, screen too, so we definitely about to see that shit. <laughs> that, that, was, I was, was, I was
1: stressing. My was my fire. blood pressure went on up. It was fire. Wazi, what songs uh, are your songs off here?
0: Israel's Son and Suicidal Dream are the two that, since I first heard them, are, have, they're basically my, my favorite songs ever just because they're the first songs that I liked.
3: I feel that. I feel that so much.
0: But like in, in Suicidal Dream, I don't even think I knew what Suicide was at that point. Well, I think I knew it, but I didn't like understand it. But it was a lot of the words in there. Um, like just not wanting to feel pain and feeling trapped and all that kind of stuff. Um, when I was 12, I was basically just left alone. Like I'd get home. Nobody would be home. I'd just chill out up on my computer. And then we'd have dinner. And then i go back upstairs. And Damn, your childhood sounds like mine, bro. So basically like what I do now.
3: Mm.
0: Come home to an empty house look at my computer for eight hours, eat food, and then pass out. Pass out with your
3: ass out?
0: <laughs> Sometimes.
3: Only way to pass out. Um,
0: Wazzy
2: pass
1: getting out
2: freaky
3: with, with himself is. over there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake, or not Jake, Wazzy, everything that you said just now, on point so i want to read this to you real quick <clears throat> this is off the uh the wikipedia page too um so this is <laughs> remember you said that these motherfuckers was 15 right so this is <laughs> this is why I, I like this even more after i listen to it watch listen to this um he says and i think this is uh daniel johns it says singer and guitarist that's the thing that i do really like about the album it sounds exactly like we sounded there was no big american producer to call the shots it was literally this guy named kevin shirley who was a great singer just saying I wanted to sound like you guys but I wanted to sound really fucking loud and I want the guitars really fucking loud and I was like fucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> the songwriting might not be genius but I think sonically the performances are really good it's really honest it's just three Australian kids thrashing it out in the studio and that's exactly how it sounds and i'm like motherfucker, you right here's the second thing that i wanted y'all to hear (laughs) they asked why'd you name it frog stomp (laughs) i was at my friend's house who had a big ass 60s pop collection record and i was laughing asking him why does he have this collection i look at the back of one of the cds there was a song that some guy did called frog stomp and i said that's a pretty good name <laughs> dog, what else do you expect from 15 year olds bro <laughs> that shit is fire dog like every i love the simplicity of it this is music at its fucking greatest i think when it's not like oh we gotta come up with something super sicking. It's a motherfucker who saw a name on the back of a random sixty pop shit. I'm like, let's call our album "Frog Stomp." And then you get into the studio, and the motherfucker with you, like, bro, just make get loud with it, and y'all <laughs> just go crazy for a whole album. Put that shit out and go crazy. So after reading that, I was like, man, I feel that in this fucking album. That is hilarious. And you told us they was fifteen <laughs> beforehand, but when I press play. I'm like it's no way this dude who's singing here is 15 years old, bro. And then the lyrics, like I said, like you said, even if he said it, they're not the best. Okay, motherfucker, they might not be the best, but that's better than most 15 year olds going right bro i don't remember the shit i wrote at 15. it was not deep it was not intrinsic it was not you know super sick i might had a metaphor here or there but the overall arching of my lyrics wasn't shit bro <laughs> uh, uh you know compared to what it could have been so this that shit is beyond uh 15 year olds uh capability most 15 year old capabilities li- uh, lyrically um everything sounded good his voice i was just like I, I can't hear it like, what i will say i noticed I, <laughs> while i was listening to it, it was like i could tell this is why i could tell y'all 15 a lot of these like the first seven tracks got the same chords in the motherfuckers and i know it is because them the ones that you got down packed by the time you was 15 so you kept wanting to go back to them bitches like and suicidal dream is like one of the first tracks where they actually switch it up and get out of that uh That kind of mode so i see why that might also play a a big part in why you like it because it kind of switched the mood on on the album um but i liked it a lot uh as well um but yeah i'm I'm listening to it and i'm like there's a lot of shit that y'all are doing that most 15 year olds not doing but there is also some shit in here that i could tell like yeah y'all was 15 y'all still had to grow up a little (laughs) bit and it was mostly sonically though like you know like i said yeah when, when you at that age, you kind of just revert back to what you know that you good at. And so that's what you like to rock with. <laughs> and it's probably the only thing you can rock with. So they, you know, your repertoire ain't as, as big as it is at 15, as it will be when you turn, you know, 22, 30, uh, you know, 30 years old, you, you can just do so much different shit. So I'm not mad at it. Um, and it got a point across cause he said, we wanted it to be loud. We wanted it to be us. And I could hear that shit. So, <clears throat> I like the album just as an album. I really like it, knowing that it's just three fucking teenagers getting it in <laughs> uh, from Australia too. Like, what the fuck were y'all? How y'all get over here from Australia, dog? <laughs> also, this shit hit, did hit number one on the Australian charts too. So, um, they they actually saw a lot of success as far as like the album goes. Um, and it, but it also makes me wonder, like. Sometimes getting that type of success too early probably is what made them kind of fizz out because, as you can see, they don't really got too much shit after this, bro. Um, I've I, I got my Spotify closed, but. Um, I think there are like
0: four albums total or something.
3: Yeah, okay. And when was the last one? Do you see it anywhere? Like what year it came uh, out? <laughs> I don't have it up. It's just a weird time to uh, get beat. 99. Bit. 99 yes that's just a a weird time years it's a weird time to get big bro at 15 like you still living with your parents you still you don't even know who you are as a person like there's a lot of shit that's going that that's going to happen that causes a band to break up you know i see
0: 2007 is the latest one did they do a remaster or something though no uh, 95 97 so every two two to three years
1: yeah My bad. Um, After uh, Neon Ballroom, they did a a greatest hits, which was what threw me off.
0: Okay. And then, yeah. And then one more after that. I'll hit number one in Australia. People was fucking with it.
3: (laughs) But I just want, I will want to see like what happened with y'all because I know I can't, you know, like I said, you fifteen. All of y'all still living with y'all parents. All y'all still gotta graduate out of high school. All y'all, you know, there's a lot of shit that you gotta do. Y'all gonna change as dudes. Y'all gonna change as musicians. So I wonder, did any of them like, you know, join another band? Yeah. Have they? What are they doing now? Where are they at? You know, I am curious about that. But because they probably old it. How, how old are they probably now? If this was 90, well, 95, they was fifteen. Yeah, they about forty three
0: three years older than me
3: yeah says they most single was tomorrow most successful single was tomorrow too um man i like tomorrow so i can see why that shit banged out but i'm just really curious to see what happened to these guys after this <laughs> album dropped on i'm gonna do i want i meant to do some research but i forgot to so i don't know you you got any information on them because this wasn't when I, you wanted to follow a band
0: <laughs> back then i was 12 i was given a cd i yep. liked that cd and either some random uh what would have been at that point What what were the the big music stories or stores oh uh like and whatever five like, like yeah,
3: it's probably i think F-Y-E. radio shack
0: fye yeah, like some 16 year old at best buy saying this is a great album to my mom <laughs>
3: damn back either, when that shit worked bro that shit used to work bro <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Cause you already in there to buy something else, just throw this little ten dollars CD in there for your kid. He gonna like it. And it's got. Remember, that's when they started putting them fucking stickers on the shit. It's got the uh E for everyone on there. He, it's gonna be all right for him.
0: <laughs> Ignore the track <laughs> "Suicidal Dream."
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: uh so go ahead, Jake. On you.
1: Um, I liked it. Um, <clears throat> I forgot about uh. Until just now, I forgot about how young they all are. <laughs> so now I, I really want to go ahead and go through it again. Um, but that Israel's son, um, I really like that um, the baseline that it opens up with. It, I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hell, I just now had looked at um the year it came out, ninety five, which. Especially considering that they were 15 years old and it was 95.
3: Six times platinum in Australia, by the way. Three times platinum in yeah. Canada, platinum in New Zealand, two times platinum in the United States. This album, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and also the platinum for Australia is only 200,000, I think. <laughs> platinum <laughs> in America is a million, so that shit went hard in America. That's crazy. Two million. Go ahead. But
1: yeah, um, yeah, so considering, so as I was listening to it, I was picking up on a lot of different vibes, and now thinking about how, for one, it was 1995, and then also that they were 15, a lot of it makes a lot of sense, um
3: but i wasn't sure bro. what you to... <laughs> oh sorry jake israel's son was in street fighter 2 the movie i knew i heard this fucking song somewhere before <laughs> sorry bro that shit just fucked me up i knew i heard that shit somewhere street fighter 2 the animated movie i know i heard this shit somewhere before continue
1: <laughs> but uh, uh that first track israel's son uh it uh, threw me off a, a lot with that bass line that I opened up with. Uh, that was I, I really dug that. And then uh, just how dirty that guitar was. <laughs> I was not expecting it. Um, but then as listening to the album, I'm like, well, no, that's that's like a typical mid-90s sort of yeah. guitar sound. And uh, his voice was really interesting, uh, the, the singer, because <laughs> on that first track, Israel's Son, I was getting a lot of uh, Pearl Jam vibes. Like, um off of Jeremy and that sort of thing um but then on uh tomorrow I felt much more like creed like vocals mm-hmm. which um I mean I, I don't know when um creed came out but I'm pretty sure that they predated creed quite a bit <laughs> um but uh that first track again Israel's son uh 94. Super- uh what creed? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Did were they popping off at, in 94 or
3: <laughs>
0: uh or were, they were in Florida for that was when they started.
2: Hmm. The Creed okay. job yeah, anyway.
3: stomp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Creed heard tomorrow, and they're like, "This is who we are."
3: Is, is Creed is Creed the reason Frogstop didn't take off? And my boy's a silver chair still in Australia at forty that's why years that's silver old. Silver chair,
1: not gold chair, because of <laughs> the damn Creed.
0: I think I heard uh, Seether a little bit more than than Creed. Okay, so I'm super that's...
1: familiar with with Seether, so like, I I I, I don't even know what that like that would sound like. So, yeah, I you could be right. Um, what was it here? Uh, then, um... But, like, the end of Israel's Son, I was not expecting at all. Because, like, there was, like, this nice, typical uh, ninety like, mid-90s guitar riff. And then, all of a sudden, it starts speeding up and, like, got real super punkish at the end there. Really enjoyed that, um... Um... Oh and then uh pure massacre. I was getting like Doors vibes off of the vocals. Um You said who? Doors? The Doors. The Doors, yeah. Like break on through yeah. to the other side a little bit. Um And then on uh Leave Me Out, one of the things uh um the the guitar riff was really messing me up. I so um I was trying to figure out what it was and had a uh a- a- a super black Sabbath feel to it. And, uh, I went through tons of different songs trying to figure it out. And like the, my first guess was N I B and, uh, I don't know. That didn't feel quite right. So I I went through a bunch of different other, like other different songs, but, um, that song, what was it called in black? No, uh, nativity in black. But, um, yeah, leave me out. I feel like if you, listen to like the primary guitar riff on NIB and you slow it down quite a bit, like more than black Sabbath did you get something like leave me out, Hmm. Um, which is actually kind of interesting. I guess if like 15 year olds going ahead and um, like showing those sorts of influences at that sort of time, Remember, um,
3: they influence the other people that you're talking about. Well,
1: well I mean, not Black Sabbath. Black <laughs> yes, Sabbath, yes, yes under, like... Black
3: Sabbath, yes.
1: Okay, Mike.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, what? What? Don't but you like love the... it when you
3: just got all right, bro. You got it, bro.
1: <laughs> um, in in that regard, though, I was listening to Find a Way, and uh, I was getting super uh, um, Foo Fighter vibes. Which, like, this definitely predates Foo, Fight, Foo Fighters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I wonder how much of an um, influence this had on, on bands like the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl and and, and all of them, because especially hearing how, how big of a um, success it was. But, I mean, I really enjoyed it um, just as a, like, a pure, like, listen through, you know what I mean? So, do you...
3: Does knowing that, that they was 15 when they did this, um, change anything or you got to re-listen to it again?
1: No, I mean, like, I don't think it changes anything. Uh, it, it sort of explains some stuff to me. Yeah. Um, yep. but, uh, also makes it all the, all the more impressive, you know? Um, I, I feel like this album was a little bit, at least for me, seemed a little bit like a time capsule. You know, like, yeah. it's a pretty, I feel like it's a pretty good synopsis of what was going on in, like, music in 95. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and, and in a great way, like, especially consider that they were 50. and like, that's stupid. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Go home to Brisbane, mate. <laughs> Make- Go fight a kangaroo <laughs> Maybe maybe that's why that they, they wanted to get into music so much. Like they didn't want to get enlisted in the war against uh the emus or the kangaroos, you know.
0: The, the, the drop bears. Huh? The, the the drop bears.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. I mean the uh the Australians already lost one war to the emus, so <laughs> you EMUs don't
3: want to is irritate me for some reason they call them emus emu the yeah bro call the emus.
1: It's, it's emu <laughs> <laughs> bro
3: throw on some planet earth
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: bro i go to sleep to planet earth bro david okay. attenborough is my motherfucking spirit animal bro my... He's a human, bro. Yeah, exactly. He's your spirit human, then. He's a, human he's a then. fucking animal on the track, bro. Come on, now. it's a fucking animal. That boy put me straight to sleep, bro. I don't. Nobody else get me comfortable like David At. <laughs> <He, The Atch. laughs> no one gets me so
1: comfortable. <laughs> Their voice lulls me to sleep. Yeah. He's an yeah. animal. Yeah, he's
3: a fucking animal with the, with, the, with the relaxation. Ain't nobody animal like him with the relaxation, bro. He talks about animals so much that he's become a fucking animal, bro. Come on. D-A-T. Where you at, bro? We got to get you on the pod, D-A-T.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rest in peace, Betty dead? White. She ain't dead before when she do, though. No, I think is still out here, bro. I think, uh, think they so? just put a drop. They just dropped a documentary about at on Netflix, not about I, him I, with him bro. Edit, talking about his life.
1: No, I think I think it's like so. I think he's got some of that Tupac energy. I think he's gonna <laughs> drop about like twenty more <laughs> animal documentaries.
2: <laughs> he just got All shit possibly. in
1: the chamber, bro. That's oh, crazy.
3: Yeah. That's another. Me and Solana was just talking about that shit. Uh, just jobs that you never knew was jobs. <laughs> how the fuck you get into the <laughs> voiceover animal all the animal uh, documentary game. <laughs> um, silver chair though. This was, this was, Um, I really appreciate oh, you sharing up. this with us, Wazi, because it shows me. This makes sense, bro. Listening to this album, I can see how you got from here to where you are now. Um, this shit is good. I rock with it. Um, and this is the type of shit I like to see. Like, I'm surprised Frog Stomp isn't, like, your password for all your shit. Like, this is one of the things that would Fox just be. Twist. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's- My bad. Dude. I just, just blew the spot in. up. I just blew the spot up. My bad.
1: Good job there, Mike.
3: <laughs> well, we got to change it. They don't know what numbers we throwing after it. Yes, they do. It's Frog Stomp 69. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Frog Stomp 420. I- I'm blowing up mm-hmm. the spot, bro. <laughs>
1: Way to go, Mike. Sorry, dog. Uh, now,
3: now he doesn't have
1: to just change his uh, uh, his email password, but his bank password and
3: everything <laughs> now. So did you re-listen to it this, this week, Wazi?
0: I re-listened to it last week and this week and a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So, I, don't know. I, I, I only
3: ask you back. that because it says remastered on here. Do you hear a difference in the remastering? Mm. You, maybe you don't even have the CD no more, but... <laughs> I mean, you, I, I know remember. you don't, but...
0: I, I remember the CD was silver on both sides, and that was really cool. <laughs>
3: mm. So
0: How the fuck it was you like get the bottom part silver. Damn. It, it let me see if I can find it. Um, I
1: feel like this a confusing thing. Like I don't know which way to put her in now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing.
3: Got to find that shiny uh, part.
0: <laughs> I, know, I guess it sounds the same to me. Like uh, here we go. So this was the CD. Okay. So it was just like nothing on it. Yeah,
3: I kind of like CDs like that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, miss I mean the booklet days. What was in the booklet? Uh... The liner
1: notes. <laughs> Those were always so hit or miss. Like, cause I want something like. Well, it's actually funny because, like, if you think about before the internet, you know, and how great of an album that was, um, w- if without those liner notes, where do you get the lyrics?
3: Oh, you're talking about Childish Gambino's before the internet.
1: I I, I was waiting for you to uh, go yeah. ahead and pick up on, on that reference.
3: Yeah, I feel you.
1: But, but no, you know, um. Uh, you you get an album, a CD You go ahead and you pull it out And you can follow along with the lyrics And the, and all that jazz um, You didn't have Google to just look it up
3: <laughs> Yeah um, Once again I just listened and heard lyrics
0: <laughs> With some, I mean, of this, some,
3: of, some of this shit that y'all been putting me on It's, it's almost You can't really <laughs> So I would have wanted lyrical breakdowns For some of the shit that y'all, y'all put me on for sure um, but you're right. Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know what people did without the booklet.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they they didn't. That's why you have beer is my last resort.
3: Mm-hmm. That's fire. cut my
0: life into pizza. Beer <laughs> is my last resort.
3: <laughs> That's fire. All am, right, Mike. I'm, I'm, we'll next week. Yeah, I'm really happy about. This choice, Wazzy. Keep these Take type of joints coming. To oh, I'm I'm
0: gonna go with my next album after this. I'm gonna go up through high school for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying neat. to contemplate
3: yeah. if I wanna get into some. I wanna go on this path of real hip hop, or if I wanna. Do one one album first, and then go on that path.
0: Um you got that one, and then you wanted to tell a story. You'll want that one out of the way first.
3: Um, I had I want I had one I wanted to
0: tell a story. Well, if you have a path you want to go down, like I'm going to tell the the history uh, of Wall. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, it's not really a, a a story. It's just um trying to figure out if this is something that you would fuck with or not, wise. Um. Because it's older hip hop, like early 2000s, um, late 90s shit. So was it a a lot of different?
0: Huh? Was it top 40? No, hell no. And I might like it because it was the repetitive shit that. Anyways, your choice.
3: Yep, I'm thinking. um, uh, No, I'll do this because I kind of need a vibe um, that I haven't had in a while. So this week, let's listen to uh, Alina Baraz, Urban Flora urban what uh urban flora f-l-o-r-a okay alina Barras. and there is a bunch of versions on there so make sure y'all get the just the original um uh virgin not the remix version
1: (laughs) the original virgin you said yeah
3: (laughs) oh shit no uh, I'm not talking about Mary. The ov. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This guy. R&F, yep.
0: Wow. Short album too.
3: Yes, sir. But it's such a. As y- if you can see, they got the remixes up there. If y'all want to listen to some of the remixes, they they vibe too. Um, but we're gonna just talk about this 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 uh original album. So.
1: <clears throat> By the way, Dave. Uh. David Attenborough is still alive, not, okay. and he's 94 years old. <laughs> this hoe looks so disgusting <laughs> on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> like, that is not your best foot, my guy. That's funny.
3: Oh, I forgot. The She's also, she did this album. It's a joint project with uh, Gallimatius, too. I don't know if y'all heard of them. That's like a group. It's like a daft punky type of group, but they only made the beats on here and, and singing. So uh,
1: they made the beats, she made the eats.
3: Yeah. I don't know if that's uh, allowed to say that, but cool. <laughs> All right, boys. This. A cheers one more time. Wazzy was drinking out that same can this whole time, so I know ain't nothing in there. Hey! <laughs> Mike, what you talking about, Uh boy? Aha! (laughs) Aha! That's what you should have said. You should have hit us with the uh Uh aha! This is No Consistence
0: Podcast. Peace. I can't hear anymore. First of all,
3: (laughs) shout out to the toilet rolls in the back. Second of all, Jake, we are like fucking terrible. We're terrible, bro. We are fucking terrible. We are terrible.
1: What are you talking about?
3: We are terrible. Just like a about? fucking man. Let me tell you why we terrible, Jake. We're just like a fucking just man. like a man. This is why I hate men. We didn't even fucking notice, bro. We didn't notice. What are you talking about, Mike? Check the Look chat. Look at what Wazzy's he sitting in right now, bro. His jerk-off chair? Brand new chair, bro. We were supposed oh. to compliment this man on this chair before at the beginning of this goddamn podcast. But just like men, we don't know this shit. We don't notice good shit when we see it. We don't give a fuck about, we take it, we take for granted the good shit, the good people that we have in our life. We don't compliment them when we need to. Wazzy, that chair is fucking fantastic. Get out the way. Let me see the chair, Wazzy. Move.
0: How's how that booty so, feel, Was That's You something. will notice this is blue and this is black. <laughs> I had originally ordered a blue chair in December and they couldn't get it, so I still had the blue headrest come in because it's cool. But That's it's like the, one of the uh, work joints. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same one. uh, uh Herman
3: Miller Aaron Wazi got a new chair and you ain't say shit. I ain't say shit. We ain't shit. Congrats. How's the booty feeling, it Wazi?
0: Pretty good. It it how feels like the work if Aaron wasn't in every one of them.
3: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna have to break that out. Um, <laughs> how many? How long have you had it so far? I uh, got
0: it last Friday
3: okay, so that's this about a week review. I'm gonna need that thirty day review.
0: well, if you don't see it, I don't like it All right,
3: well. Just yeets it out into the
2: backyard. <laughs> <laughs>